When do we start? Right away. That's a little sudden. No, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Christmas. Adam, you know when it's Christmas, we have to wind up grand great granddad's Victrola. Yep, and we got to jingle our bells. Wait a minute. Where is my bell? Dan. Which one? You had it on. You had on my There it is. Jingle it. <laughs> There's the jingle bell, Dan. <laughs> wow, what a, that was a loud hit to the mic stand. <laughs> gentlemen it's time for your journey down memory lane the last hundred years of confusing and downright lo-fi music my name's dan and i'm adam and we're all here and we don't need any more bears that's beside the point that was a 78 from the year 1927 i believe and it is called When You and I Were Young. Now, we didn't really get to hear any lyrics, so I'm just going to jump ahead and we're going to see if we can find some. Listen carefully. Nope. Nope. Let's see if there's any on the other side real quick. Come on, you can do it, old Victroli. Maybe Camden, New Jersey. <laughs> the pride of joy. Nope. Nope. It, it seems to be like a Larry Fine-esque uh, violin player. So well, everything sounds like a dying cat. It did. I think that's the... Uh, what segment is that? The instrumental section. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no words? No words. Well, we're going to follow that up with our one section we don't see too often. Unknown Jasmine. Oh. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes, that's what I thought it was standing be. alone. <laughs> it started off with the blue moon. Ooh, that's some dusty bins there. This is a blue moon, isn't it? No, it's called Hey There. Listen. Oh wait, maybe the No, it's called Hey There. It's Eddie Haywood on the piano. Wendell Marshall on bass and Jimmy Crawford on drums. Now, I've never heard of Eddie Haywood. Have you ever heard of Eddie Haywood? No. no. I mean, just a minute ago, Dan. Uh, 
Did you ever see a guy say goodbye to his shoe? No. <laughs> is that what the name of the song is? Goodbye to my shoe? Goodbye to shoe. <laughs> goodbye to shoe. Definitely recorded live. Oh, there's the uh, Was that the controller <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally <laughs> coming to its death halt. <laughs> well, I had no idea what this was going to be, but I thought there's not too many unknown jazz men. And even though this was on the Emercy label, Emercy is not a huge label. It's part of Mercury Records, Chicago, Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> We've got full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Somebody did it. So no year on this, but I'm guessing late 50s, early 60s. He's Eddie Haywood, ladies and gentlemen. He's got good energy. Yeah, well, let's see if we can find an, an energetic performance somewhere else. Ready? Yeah. Ready. Nope. How about here? Nope. <laughs> there there we go. go. All right. See, so this goes right into our theme for today, which is Christmas time. Jingle, it's our jingle, Christmas jingle. episode. Where's the hat? Oh, do it! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is our Christmas show. I'm gonna put the shoe fay hat on. Putting the hat on. The shoe fay hat is now apparently shoe fay, shoe fay, shoe fay. Yeah, shoe. Ladies and gentlemen. It would not be Christmas without Christmas music, and it takes an entire year. In fact, this took two years to try to find unknown Christmas music. Adam and Sally Ooh, are here to witness unknown it. Unknown Christmas music. Witness. Yeah. Not unknown, unknown, but unknown people doing mm. it. Oh. <laughs> and this is some pretty unknown people here. Yeah, I'm excited about them. Yeah. They're not on a label. Let's I put like it that their way. Vibe. Oh, And ransom captive Oh, this is one of my favorites. Oh, I like his voice. That mourns in lonely exile here Until the Son of God appear Rejoice Rejoice Emmanuel Shall come to thee, O Israel. Are they in a bathtub, Dan? <laughs> oh, come, no. oh, come, thou Lord of Rhodes Almighty, certainly sounds like it's in a bathtub. No, the back of the cover. Where's that? The back of that cover. Look at it. Is that a church? You thought they were in a bathtub? I think it's a church. It's oh, it is. So I thought the they were sitting bathtub. in a bathtub. I was like, that's cool. Like, I was like, I want to do that. I want a photo of sitting in the bathtub. Wow, oh, that guy, hold that on. Changed. 
Oh, there's the partner. There's the woman saying This in the summer, July. We've been holding on this since July, Adam. Oh, so you must have got a good deal because it was a winter product in the summertime. <laughs> Christmas in July sale. <laughs> nope, this is some New England, Massachusetts independent duo from what year, Adam? I don't know if it's anything like last week. 89? <laughs> I don't know. Let's go 89. Um, it doesn't... Buddy, there's no year. Whoa. What was that, that was deep fuzzy. sound? Something fuzzy. I think it's a tuba. say I feel like sometimes records don't have years and I think it's like a mistake like an accident yeah I think they did it on purpose to just timeless? be timeless yeah they're timeless there you yeah. go. the, the you vibe that I'm getting from them in the bathtub with the church view all right yeah. so it's a Christmas <laughs> album Tom and Candy Green Tom Green wasn't he a comedian yeah, yeah. not a very good not the one. Tom Green show Green Mountain Records Northfield Vermont <laughs> Vermont and um, that was Ocomo Come, Come Emmanuel. Now, we have some other Christmas uh, classics on here. Doesn't seem to be anything... Well, it could be. <laughs> Tell me if you've ever heard these other Christmas songs. The first Noel, Lule, Thou Tiny Child, which is really called um, the... Something Carol, I forget. But it has a name. I Love You, Lord Jesus. Silent Night. What child is this? What child is this? Angels We Have Heard All High, my personal favorite Christmas song. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Tell us wise men and away in the manger. Man, I wish they had my favorite song. Which is your favorite? And maybe I have another record with it. Oh, Holy Night. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, maybe I'll have like a, a Muppet singing that right. or something. But how about these? All right. But. Can we hear Angels We Heard on High? Yeah. All right. Yes. All right. I'm going to make make the executive decision here. With angels we have heard on high. I can't get it in. Ooh, it's a mellow version. I can't get it in. Can't get it. That's okay. We'll wait till the record's in. This does sound like the Muppet Christmas record. <laughs> on the first day of Christmas. Angels we have heard on high. Wow, really mellow. This is supposed to be like the most triumphant Christmas song ever, and they're singing it like it's a dirge. Oh. It's olive oil. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Ready? Here we go. Yeah, I 
can put a tenderizer. On like your on your voice. I will. I'll make it go like hog wild. Yeah, I want hog wild, please. <laughs> I'm I'm a little disappointed in that version. Come on, give us something. Let's do um, tell us wise men. Do it. Hot with a bullet. Oh, ye seek ye now the new they love that Rhodes. king, baby son of Mary, king without a throne or scepter in a manger lying. Oh. Us to save he came to I like and for us will the first song. be dying. And then it ended there. Oh. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> never mind. Can you grab that flute of fun? Yeah. See if we're in the right key. It's next to the hot sauce. <laughs> Thank you. The original hot sauce. <laughs> oh! Of course. Yeah. Tell us wise men that is Dan, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's in C, because all flute of were in C. Now the newborn king. Let's see if I'm right. Yeah, I'm seeing. Hey, wasn't we've, we've confirmed it? Were you in the key of C last week? Last week you found something in the key of C. Oh yeah, the key of C is the most popular key. No one will ever admit it. They ain't got no shops and no flaps. <laughs> or sometimes I like A minor. Hey, isn't Santa visiting today? I think he is. I think I hear him up on the roof. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Well, they'll probably be. He's an, I think he's an Italian Santa. On Zach Dooms, right? <laughs> uh, well, we might as well. Yeah, have he's a, here. A little bit. Santa, how's it going? <laughs> ho, oh, ho, ho, ho! How you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, you been a bad. You been bad. <laughs> you know. So you know what's gonna happen to you. You know. You've been no good. You're gonna get. You're getting no nothing in the key of C this year. Santa! You got nothing in the key. Is this making you want to lick me? Santa! He got so excited. Clifford's licking uh, Santa Claus over here. You know what Santa brought? It's a 45 oh pickup. Boy. You guys pick a number between one and seven. Four. Four. Okay, one, <laughs> two, three, four. Who knows if we can find anything in the Christmas department for the 45 pickup. Remember we used to call it 52 pickup, like the oh, card yeah. game. You ever play 52 pickup? Yes, I did. You ever play that? No. You never played 52 pickup? No. Well, remind me to show you later. All right. Let's go with Margie Bowes. One time, too many. That sounds like a Christmas wonder, song. Hey, Santa, have you ever played 52 pickup? Or hey, I, on occasion... <laughs> Drunk, irate, Italian Santa. <laughs> All right, hang on for a ride. <laughs> Sounds like vaudeville. Oh, yeah, 
Broadway play in Chicago, yeah. yeah. It takes place in that city. Chicken in the car, the car won't go. That's how you spell Chicago. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Do a little soft shoe, Adam. Is that a Folgers can? <laughs> what? But they're tapping on it. Oh, I thought you were looking at something. <laughs> <laughs> what? Folgers yeah. can? Oh, like dance house. No! What? That was back when they played him out of metal. Oh, that does sound like one. Just bring me an old tin can when they literally were tin. What the heck is this? It's like the, okay, I can make a Christmas reference. It's um, the to- babes in Toyland when they're drumming on their helmets. Oh. <laughs> and you look like an acorn today. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of Adam, so you can tell me. If- <laughs> well, we're not posting the acorn photo. <laughs> you do look like an acorn. Good. I love Christmas acorns. That would be such a call. time. I got the green and the, you know. Your hat is the texture of yeah. acorns. My wife made this. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yes, she did. I love it. So, Santa, what do you think of this band? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you. You know, I've been delivering uh, presents for a very long time. And uh, I, I notice, I know this woman. And I'll tell you. I, I, she didn't get a good present. She was a little naughty. <laughs> Mark, Mark, Margie Bose. There she is, ladies and gentlemen. Nashville, Tennessee. Hickory Records. No mm. year, but Acuff Rose Publishing. Those are uh, country stars. Roy mm. Acuff. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Or- Ladies and gentlemen, if you remember our very last um, Christmas episode was two years ago, and we listened to a little something called The Six Million Dollar Man, and I want to bring you back to just something. I I want you to remember something about this, where we got a certain sound effect. Sorry, the chipmunks were taking about that, Oscar. The logical thing for him to do is to I want you to listen to where we got our one of our best military soundtracks. Base. No, but the National Guard Armory has a tank platoon parked out back. I don't even think they have a sentry on duty. I don't think they Let's even have a sentry there. on duty. <laughs> listen, Steve, what Rummy. happened? shot dancer and his accomplice Jerry. Like they totally track. skipped the entire story, mm-hmm. but then you hear that. Dr. Koenig was right, Oscar. The machine doesn't work on large objects. The tank was reproduced, but the molecules couldn't stay together. It exploded mm. into dust. Into that dust. pile of rubble is all that is left of a tank? Well, Dr. Koenig, at least, will have his machine back. I was hoping we were onto something that really worked. Those molecules. Better look next Christmas, Oscar. Maybe you should buy one of Koenig's toys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be. They sound like the same people that said, we will not interrupt this He's record. Yeah. <laughs> so there it is, ladies and gentlemen. The $6 million man must be get, ladies and gentlemen. The Bionic Woman. We will now listen to the Whoa. adventures of the Bionic Woman, who was the inheritance of the $6 million man. We will now listen wow. to the mask 
of Tamburo. I dated the bionic woman for like a month. And? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Ooh, Roto Toms. Ooh, I love yeah, Roto That was Toms. great. Oh, shh, they're sneaking around. <laughs> in a cheap hotel room in Washington, oh, D.C., three men stare at an object wrapped in a piece of black velvet. Their leader, black a tall, gray-haired man, <laughs> a short, wiry little man with dying <laughs> eyes, unwraps the object. Behind him, a huge, hulking, bull-headed brute stands watching. Bull-headed like Cliffy. Albert, I can't wait to feast my eyes upon it. I'm unwrapping it as fast as I can, Mr. Morbus. Chill, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> At last, the mask of Tamburo. Oh, magnificent. Uh, pretty. Yes, Joseph. Very pretty. <laughs> Is that, uh, a golden mask encrusted with precious jewels. Uh, them jewels will bring a fortune after we've melted her down. Melted it. Down. It's the same guy again. It's one guy doing Tamburo all these voices. One of the world's great art treasures. The gold and gems of which it's made are the least valuable elements. The workmanship and art history are priceless, of course. Priceless. <laughs> then why did we steal it, Mr. Morbus? We were hired to steal it by a foreign power, my dear. Oh, no, my dear. You don't understand world politics. The emerging African nations. Its theft here in Washington will make America look very bad indeed. But that's <laughs> What do you mean, Mr. Morbus? I intend to keep the mask and hold it for ransom for by ransom. the highest bidder. Oh! With all them Space Modulator! <laughs> I think not. We're gonna blow up planet Earth! We'll make the United States look rather blue in the face! Besides, we have Joseph guarding the mask. Joseph? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Joseph. After German. To get the mask from me by force. Too risky. Besides, we have Joseph we have Joseph. Have Joseph. Joseph. Joseph guarding the mask. <laughs> Joseph God Mask. <laughs> yes. Joseph God Moss. Moss. Oh, do you remember what Joseph He's correcting his grammar. He's like a uh, hunchback. <laughs> Quasimodo. <laughs> oh, I'd rather not. That big oak gives me the shivers. <laughs> As indeed he should. Come, gentlemen. We'll gentlemen. to my estate. Joseph. Me Sally, use of the theft of the <laughs> He sits examining a sheaf of files on his desk. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, Jamie, I'm glad to see you. Nice Can I guess? Steps. Is it the mask of Tamburo? You're right. How did you know? <laughs> it's all over the newspapers. Jamie, you've got to find it and return it to its rightful owners. What have we got? According to our records, only four men in the world could have planned and executed the only theft. Only four of men in the world. I think we need Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Who does that leave? Frederick Morbus. Morbus? Uh-huh. But isn't he a famous art dealer? Yes, and the cleverest... Can you guys slow down the lines a little bit? 
Just take your time, Lil. Can we do it again? Sounds like a tough customer. How do we get to him? Fortunately, Morbus has a weak spot. Hmm. You see, he's a firm believer in psychic phenomena. You mean spirits and mediums and all that stuff? Exactly. Morbus was very. Hey, I tell you, I'm not dropping any presents off of those guys. We don't mess around with that stuff. The cult is not Santa's bag. And I'm going to be a new medium who will help him reach his brother's spirit. Right, right. There's a seance after tonight. I've arranged for you to take the place of Jane Reynolds. Jane Reynolds for the evening. Reynolds rap. Yes, the Reynolds rap fortune is yours. That evening. The bionic woman pulled up before the oh. door of Frederick Morbus. Now, hold on a second. Let me just put one of these in there to make it sound. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> that sounds like a French motor car. <laughs> yes, miss? I'm Jane Reynolds. I'm here to sit for Mr. Morbus. Come sit? in, my dear. I've been expecting I've been wanting to <laughs> sit for you for the ages. Right Won't you come here into the library? Thank you. Hey, I tell you, if she wants to sit, she can come sit right over here on my lap. Won't you sit down, Miss Reynolds? Might I have a word with you, sir? I would... Sam is a little out of hand. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have to tell him to go soon. Excuse me. Footsteps. Sending her bionic hearing out into the forest, uh -huh. Jamie heard Morbus and Bionic hearing is gearing well, up. what is it, Mr. Morbus, sir? Uh, shouldn't we move the mask, what with all them people coming for the seance? All them people? Preposterous. No one what will is, be anywhere near Was he, like, from the south all of a sudden? He said that earlier. All them, did he? No one will be anywhere near the wall safe in my room. The mask of Tamburo is perfectly safe where it is. Uh, don't forget Joseph. <laughs> We're gonna do this, ready? Who's I'm so glad that went on in your brain. <laughs> Somehow I've got to get in there. Forgive Don't me, forget Joseph. Just an unimportant domestic detail. Mr. Morbus, I wonder if I might lie down and rest before your guests arrive. <laughs> I beg your pardon. You were so supposed to sit. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was a sitting party. Certainly. I have Albert show you to one How of the guest rooms. Following Albert upstairs, the bionic woman found herself in a beautiful guest room. Now what? I don't even know which room is Morbus's bedroom, and I just can't wander around. I'd be caught. <laughs> Wait a minute. Opening or you could listen for people theater. coming with your bionic <laughs> hearing and not run into them. An alarm system, just like the one in Oscar's office. It Oscar must be Grouch. coming from the wall safe in Morbus's bedroom. Homing in on the alarm system, oh, the bionic yeah. woman turned the doorknob to Morbus's bedroom. It's like, like Joseph God mask. Suddenly, before uh -oh. she could turn her head, Quasimodo Jane was knocked senseless by a heavy blow. Oh. oh man, her head sounded like a block of two by four. Oh. 
When she came to, the bionic woman's hands and feet were bound. Uh, you must be losing your touch, Joseph. Uh, the lady's conscious oh, already. Oh, he said it right Check that time. Ropes. Uh, then They're I like, can you just say it regular now? He's like, fine. So, Miss Reynolds, Joseph. If that is your name. You weren't psychic enough to know that Joseph was guarding my safe, were you? Maybe not, that was kind of but in the I know the mask of Joseph. Tambora was inside it. Mm. We'll just check that out, shall we? Hmm. Morbus disconnected the alarm system and opened Mor the safe. Is it Morbus? He took the mask from Morbus? Black Morbius? Velvet wrappings. Morpheus? Take a Morpheus? good look, Miss Reynolds. <laughs> this, uh, it will be the last the thing you will ever see. <laughs> oh. Oh, I... Face. DJ Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we need right now is we need a little intermission. <clears throat> hmm. Let's take a little intermission, shall we? We don't know what's going to happen. Sounds like... To the Bionic Woman. No. But I'm going to tell you right now that there's only about a quarter of an inch of this track left. So what do you think is going to happen? How is she going to get out of this particular bind that she's in. Sally? I don't know because hearing's not like a it's not like a way. You have to come up with something incredibly 70s and incredibly benign. Uh, swimming Joseph fall in love with her. There you go. Uh, Seduction. Adam, go. Could she like hear about like uh, the the code for the lock? Uh-huh, uh-huh, right? uh-huh. I hear it. Yes, Maybe yes. Good, and good. Then, Gets Joseph over for seduction. Right, okay. <laughs> we have the code seduction uh, duo. I'm going to say that she has a secret power that she can turn the lights off and then she'll just deck them. Oh, wait, what about Santa? What does Santa think? Santa? Are you there? I'll tell you, I got no idea what's going to happen. Ho, 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 ho. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Kill Joseph. Oh, kill. Joseph's gonna In kill. That instant, the bionic woman snapped the heavy ropes that held her. Snapped, yeah, oh. yeah, of course. She turned on the murderous Joseph, lifted him high in the air. Okay. And oh, no lights out. Uh, it's the opposite. Oh, oh. Go. She golf. threw him across the room. like throwing a bunch of golf the balls. The is out cold. Let's get out of here. It's no use, Albert. It's We'd no never use. escape her, whatever she is. I regret to say the game is over, my dear fellow. The game's a fight. As I look into my crystal ball, I see a cozy little room reserved just for you. Wait, is that the bionic woman talking? on the window. Oh, she was doing an impression She's of him. She was doing like this. I see. She was doing him to him. Whoa. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we still have the still have the 45 pickup music going on. Who knew? <laughs> um uh, well, we'll pick up with um, another adventure of the Bionic Woman. After we have just a little Christmas, just this very minute. It's Christmas time for teddy bears. You know what that means? That this record is incredibly warped and scratched from every child. I don't even think who's that ever play. Yeah, we're gonna make it play, Adam. You know how we <laughs> know how this this works. It's like here we go. It's like it's on the ocean. It's a little fart. Yeah. Oh. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's see if the other side does not have a giant scratch on it. I was so interested in that song. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
really spoke to you, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> let's see if this one speaks to it's you. It's also not wobbling as much. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't have the fart scratch. Scratch. There you go. Oh, that's just good. That's good. It's more that medieval. Sounds like acorn music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a little acorn. I'm coming from uh, your dreams <laughs> and your hopes. Here I am. Back to our story. Oh, in wait a minute, it's a story. Hold a on. Soft little bear who's oh. Oh, no. <laughs> non-musical section. So, oh, no. looks like we're going to have two stories this year, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> well, that's I thought Christmas. Christmas you know? time for teddy bears was going to be just a bunch of songs, but no. no. His way to a Christmas we don't even know what happened. In some unknown land. This could be the end of the story we just heard. To know understand the mysteries his grandfather shared long ago. Oh. I remember the story. I'd sure like to know what it all has to do with this journey tonight. That sounds like, um... Because deep down inside me, there's some worry Mickey Mouse. Fright and jiggles and you know, shudders. Like a chain smoking no, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> What's your name? Hey, you guys! It's this way. Oh. All teddy bears. <laughs> From Edward Scissorhands. She, when she was doing the old lady voice. Oh. What's her name? The old lady voice from Edward Scissorhands? Yeah, the, oh, the, 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 what's, the actress? Yeah. Why am I drawing a blank? I am now, too, because of you. Because she's in Stranger Winona Things. Ryder. Yeah. Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. It's that, like, when that was the voice she... We, I just watched Edward oh. Scissorhands. So I was like, whoa, that sounds like the voice she used. I see. Yeah, I, I don't know. As if it were yesterday. I remember, I remember being at the house, yeah. and there was a ghost. There's Minnie. Santa Bear? I tell you, I've never heard of no Santa Bear. There's no imposters around here. Just because you wear the hat doesn't mean you're Santa. Wow, all of a sudden he's in like, he's in a tub now. It was a long, long time ago. I was about the size of the galaxy far, far away. Yes, it sure was. And up to tell you, that the Santa time, Bears from the dark side. Toys for <laughs> girls and boys at Christmas. Santa Sith. In those days, He's like the Grinch. Child got only one toy and a I have an idea. We can hear the story like this. That's right, one gift. So <laughs> now it sounds like elves sure telling the story. This child got yeah, the one smokes. exact gift they wanted. <laughs> sounds like Papa's birth. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Happy, now, it will be a Christmas for all of us. A truck or a doll. Very popular items back then. Then the elves could fill the order, oh and Santa goodness. would bring like the toys, and everyone would be happy. <laughs> then one day, Santa got a letter asking for something he couldn't deliver. Oh my! A small, what was it? Furry, soft, cuddly, huggable little friend. It was a teddy bear. But nobody had ever seen the teddy bear because it was years before the first bear was ever sold in any store. Wait. Yes, it was. So Mrs. Claus yes, got out a bolt of cloth and needles and thread and some fur from one of Santa's old hats and made... A little bear for the children of the No, not quite. <laughs> no, she made Santa Bear and he made... Well, Santa Bear put the cloth and the stuffings together, but it took something else to make the child who wrote the letter happy. <gasps> happy. Did you, did you get all that? It took the magic of wanting something and then having somebody take the time to make it for you. It took that kind of special care to make the first bear 
And that's what Christmas and Santa Bear is all about. Oh, that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Oh, there's a song. I knew the bears would sing. Do you think they're going to sing? The bears? Yeah. I'm going to say like this. Brown yarn bird. <laughs> <laughs> Disco girl coming through. <laughs> nah, it doesn't seem like they're going to sing. Unless it's like a Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there it is. Um, that was a nice moment. That actually, do you notice how we got quiet and calm? Yeah. I yeah. mean, Cliffy, an hour of music. DJ Cliffy was like, uh, now he's like, damn it, where's the song? <laughs> DJ Cliffy. Well, you know, I wanted to really, I thought this was going to be unique today for a little um, non-musical selection, but we've had a lot of non-musical selections, and this one is asking David you, Cross? what is wrong with nursing. Hello and welcome. This is David Frost welcoming you to our discussion on the subject, the vital subject of nursing. It's a the nation is faced with a, a serious crisis in nursing. Unfortunately, there's no way to really sense the urgency or the deep meaning of that crisis unless you've been in a hospital bed. Yep. Regardless of how long the stay or for what ailment, it's a rather frightening experience. Yeah, especially around Christmas. So your family and friends, despite their valiant efforts to conceal it, some of the tension is eased by confidence in the doctor. But you look at these time with the doctor is necessarily brief, think. and that comfort fleeting. In any hospital, the only true and abiding source of comfort is the nurse. She's there every minute of the time. She's or a fantastic Santa. practitioner who the doctor recognizes there, and knowledgeable about the care the patient needs and how to administer that care. But there's more. Doesn't take you Doesn't take you long to realize that she's understanding and, and compassionate. She supplies that one non-technical, invisible ingredient of care. Not unlike Christmas the mother at the spirit. bedside of a sick child until the crisis passes. She helps to make the hospital stay bearable. In fact, even bearable. in medical science Christmas bears. the nurse's deep concern and understanding are frequently the key to a patient's recovery. This care is indispensable, yet there are signs that some of us may be deprived of this kind of care. Some discouraging statistics suggest that there may not be a nurse at the bedside when we need him. Of the more than 900,000 registered nurses in this country, half no longer practice and another 14% only part-time. No. Only one out of three registered nurses work full-time. Of this remaining 37% who are engaged in full-time nursing, there's... What do you want to do with your life? That's right. I think you should consider nursing. <laughs> David Frost brings us the state of nursing, 1970-something. But now we return you to our original broadcast... It's the Bionic Woman oh. with Wings of Death. Oh. oh, nothing says Christmas like Wings, wings of, of death. death. Settle back now, children. Here's Wings of Death. Ooh. And some groovy 70s. <laughs> Too late, John. What? what? That wasn't me. That wasn't you. Go, I'm going to set this Wait. pile of rags afire. When the Wait a minute. Do it again. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Let's do it again, ready? It's time for 
Wings of death. Figure out what happened. Oops, I didn't go back. Here we go. Crawford is still at his desk working. What? I'll get him and bring him here. Then... Did I mess up that much? Please, you've got... Cry me. It went all the way down. It went all the way That's down. That's why it went... Oh, that was me. Oh, was it you? <laughs> it was the Christmas spirit. This is not Christmas. As our story opens, Jamie Summers, the bionic woman, sits listening in the office of her superior, a different narrator? Oscar Goldman. Goldman speaks. The other guy was Jamie, fired. we have reason to believe that John Crawford is a traitor. John Crawford? Of Crawford Industries? Mm -hmm. But he's always been a loyal American. Why should he be a traitor? We don't know. Loyal American. Know that Crawford Industries has been secretly developing a disruptor that can stop jet planes in flight. That's uh -oh. incredible. Not or really. shrink tanks. Crawford is an electronic genius. He could design such a device if anyone could. Our information is that an unfriendly nation is negotiating to buy the disruptor. Where do I come in? Your mission is to stop that sale. Do whatever you have to. Steal the plans, wreck the working model if need be, but stop that sale. Security right. at Crawford Industries oh, yeah. is sure to be pretty it? tight. How do I get in? Oh. Through the front door. Your deposes <laughs> Jamie Wilson, a reporter for Trend Magazine. You're to pretend you're doing a story on Crawford for their special science. Maybe this will help. Listening Great. to this story. <laughs> oh yeah, what's the story about? Meanwhile, at Crawford Industries, two <laughs> men are walking together into the, the office disruptor of for Hagen, jets. the company's vice president. <laughs> oh, my God! Taggart, you're certain your office is safe? There's the guy that from last time. That it's not bugged. Don't worry, Taggart. Mr. Peters. Crawford himself made all the executive offices bug-proof with one of his inventions. Any listening device operating in any of the offices sets off a buzzer hidden like in the, the room. You can speak oh, like your hearing. Good. My country is prepared to pay you one million dollars as agreed. plans and the working model of the disruptor are turned over to me. When were you delivered? As soon as Crawford is out of the way. What do you mean, Taggart? Crawford has to be eliminated. Before long, he'd find yeah. out what's happening. <laughs> what are you going to do? Tomorrow morning, Crawford flies to what Washington on business. His jet plane you will not an know till it is accident. done. You're going to test the disruptor on its inventor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> very, very amusing. No, Peters. This is no you test. Add that it's one. Simple you murder. Should. Very amusing. The There's no doubt of that. Perhaps. But before well, who knows, ladies and gentlemen, what will happen in the, the second half of our season? Of course. <laughs> of who, who the, the hell, hell are you, anyway? Who the hell are you? Now in the 60s, Peters made their way to the testing lab. The bionic woman sat in the office of John Crawford, head of Crawford Industries. Crawford, get over here. That's about it, Mr. Crawford. Yeah, Just one that's about more question. It. Why, certainly, Miss Wilson. Ask away. What? Are you working on anything new? Uh, mm, uh, well, of course, we're always well, working certainly, on Wilson. new developments. I meant something specific. Um, I, I can tell you this. Uh, Crawford Industries has been working on a new device that we believe will be very important to our uh, national defense. Hmm, what is this new or, invention? Uh, I, I'm not at liberty to say. But in Washington tomorrow, I'll be discussing it with the proper people. That's uh, that's proper all I people. Tell you. Thanks for giving us so much takes that time. Mr. I'll be assessing with the proper people. And, uh, Do it again. I've discussed you with the proper people. I've been probably 
Turning the corner, the bionic woman ducked into an empty office and hurriedly placed the telephone. Nice drums. Austin, really I don't think Trotwood's our man. Why not? He told me about a secret device he, must he intends be on a walk to give to the government. I'm sure he means the disruptor. Then someone else at Crawford Industries could be the traitor. Look, stay with it, Jamie. But Get the Batmobile. Right, Oscar. We are not going to interrupt this record. Tuning in with her bionic hearing, Jamie picked up something. A little lower this time. There's the jet. What's that? It's coming from that long hallway. It's the jet in the hallway. Well, <laughs> oh, she's huh. running fast. Some steps. Jamie's way was blocked <laughs> by a large steel door. Then suddenly. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. The disruptor stopped the jet engine just like someone turning off a water tap. A water tap? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The tap. Crashes. I'll be president of Crawford Industries. No one will dare ask any questions. I've got to warn Mr. Crawford. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's. Wait a minute. Come on. That was like a. That was like a Fat Albert break. Go. You must be out of your mind, young lady. I've known Mark Taggart for 20 years. He'd never do anything like that. Please, you've got to believe me. And Come on, she's a bionic woman. Why wouldn't you believe her? Door. I don't know what your game is, but I'm not uh -oh. having any. No games for you. No. Back at Oscar Golden's office. It's no use, Oscar. I don't know what to do. They're going to kill Mr. Crawford and no, everyone else on that plane. There's just one chance. Jamie, you've got to get back into Crawford Industries and wreck the disruptor. You're right, Oscar. It won't be easy, but it's the, the only continuum way. Oscar's just like, just go out and fix Carefully it. Carefully avoiding the guards and security alarms, the bionic woman was soon back at the steel door leading to the testing lab. What luck! It's open! Put your hands up and don't move a muscle. This gun I'm holding is no toy. Tagger! She knows you. And I know you too, Peter. So what else do you know, She knows lady? you. I know you're planning to kill Mr. Crawford by using the disruptor on his plane tomorrow. I tried to warn him, but he wouldn't believe me. What so, are we going to do, Taggart? Stay cool, so Peter. Just to tell Tyler you, I know what you're do. <laughs> Crawford is still at his desk working. I'll get him and bring him here. Then there's going to be a little accident. This disruptor is going to overheat, and there'll be an explosion. But you've got to give us the working model, Taggart, or it's no deal. Easy, Peters. We'll take the disruptor with me. We'll take it Easy. Easy, Peters. Easy, Peters. Easy, Peters. Easy, Peters. We'll take the disruptor with us. What will really explode will be that drum of jet fuel. There won't be enough left of the lab for anyone to figure out what happened. I see. So we'll get the disruptor. And I get one million dollars and Crawford what? Industries. One million. <laughs> In short order, John Everyone's Pinky always goes up now. Tough strands of wire. I need one million dollars. I should have listened. Too late, John. Oh. Peters and I are leaving, but before we go, I'm going to set this pile Peters. of rags afire. When Red the heat Peters? gets to the jet fuel, well, that'll be the end. Goodbye, John. Goodbye, <laughs> lovely lady. 
Oh, it's rain. Popcorn? Oh, it was a trail of gunpowder. Time to worry about giving away the game. I've got to get us out of here and fast. Wait, I thought the explosion already went off. Yeah, what is that? Now I'm loose. That was thunder. It was rain and thunder. What's going on here? No time. What's going on here? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on here? No time to explain. In one bionic leap, with a startled Crawford on the one arm, the bionic Ooh, woman covered the physical distance of the door. Trash can lid. Oh, I want to finish. Not quite. With another bionic leap, Jamie covered the full length of the narrow hallway leading to the testing ramp. So fun. Taggart and Peters were caught by Mr. Crawford's security men and turned over to the police. Mm -hmm. And Crawford? He's on Just his way to Washington with the disruptor. Hey, I call that a very successful mission. Great. Hey. Then you buy the lunch. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have now spent another 48 minutes with me and the crew. Thank you for all being here. It would not happen without you. I'd be a very lonely man. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Come back next time. Oh, oh, oh. Unless you grow an acorn. <laughs> I got acorns. You know, I've been delivering uh, presents for a very long time. Uh, uh, Joseph God, Matt. Uh, mm. Bye, lovely lady. <laughs>